0: Gail and I episode number 4 delay Gail is stuck in a loop of anxiety and somatic OCD which is very rare among anxiety sufferers. Gail knows that she is facing these problems every day but her tendency to avoid problems and the emotional suffering inherent in her is the primary basis of all human mental illness. For example, Gail wakes up at 9am and goes to office, reads mails, answers calls, have a coffee with a colleague. She comes back from office, eats lunch and goes back again to office, does the same work and by evening she wants to meet her friends and somehow she wants the day to pass. Yes, she is facing intense pain every day. I know it. But Gail's dream was to write a book about her profession and it is halfway done. Gail loves to ride cycle at 6 am but with anxiety and OCD she believes it is not possible. Gail wants to start her own startup but she spends the quality time of hers running away from pain and wants to get immediate gratification for now because she is afraid of the intense pain which she might face if she does what she intends to do. Delaying gratification is a process of scheduling the pain and pleasure of life in such a way as to enhance the pleasure by meeting and experiencing the pain first and getting it over with. Whenever she faces pain, she goes impatiently in attempts to find instant solutions, a defect even more ubiquitous and universal. It is the hope that problems will go away of their own accord as time flies. Problems do not go away they must be worked through or else they remain forever a barrier to the growth and development of the spirit. This inclination to ignore problem is once again a simple manifestation of an unwillingness to delay gratification. Confronting problems are painful. To willingly confront a problem early before we are forced to confront it by circumstances means to put aside something pleasant or less painful for something more painful. It is choosing to suffer now in the hope of future gratification rather than choosing to continue present gratification in the hope that future suffering will not be necessary. If we feel ourselves valuable, then we will feel our time to be valuable. And if we feel our time to be valuable, then we will want to use it well. What if Gail ignores the instant gratification and wakes up early, writes the cycle, does some book writing in the morning, goes to office, After lunch reads a book, back to office, by evening meditation followed by any creative habits she wants to pursue and then meeting friends for an hour instead of the whole evening. Now all her gratification is delayed till the evening and only the pain is focused from the morning. But the outcome is that most of her qualities and projects are attended. You might or might not be the person who delays gratification. Or your friends might be that kind of a person who never miss gym for a smoking session with friends. Gail looks at her friends in envy, who delayed gratifications earlier in life and the results paved way for the successful human beings they are right now. How can we take this perspective? Just do the highlights and then go for the leisure later in the evening when all tasks are done. But we will have many mental thoughts and hurdles which will stop us from doing the desired first. All this confusion is because of a concept called failure. We must conceive failure as an opportunity for growth. Since we think that a task will be tough and it will end up not fulfilling our desires for now doesn't mean it is a failure. The most successful people see an adversity not as a stumbling block but as a stepping stone to greatness. We must learn to experience failure in a curious way and explore it. When people don't believe there is a way up, they have virtually no choice but to stay down as they are. How to change the perspective on failure? Two ways to set our path from adversity to opportunity are 1. Changing the counterfact It is an alternate scenario our brain creates to help us evaluate and make sense of what really happened. A hypothetical question asked to number of participants. If you are in a bank, suddenly robbers surround the floor and one robber shoots at your arm. What will you think? One participant says, there are so many, why should I get shot? Another participant says, I'll be admitted in the hospital for over a year. My life is bleak. But another participant says, thank God, I was not shot in my head or heart. I am alive. Another participant says, no one else was shot. Maybe there were kids as well. We actually have the power in any given situation to consciously select a counterfact that makes us feel fortunate rather than helpless. 2. ABCD Adversity, Belief, Consequence, Disputation Adversity is the event we cannot change. Belief is our reaction to the event, why we thought it happened and what we think it means for the future. Consequence is how we believe an event will lead to positive or negative consequences. Disputation means telling ourselves that belief is just belief, not fact, and then challenging it. We should ask, what is the evidence for this belief? Is it airtight? Would we let a friend get away from such reasoning? What are some other plausible interpretations of this event? Is there another counterfactual we can adopt instead? Episode Summary point one. Delay gratification. Point two, change is a counterfact. ABCD. I am going to start practicing these techniques from today. I believe you will practice along with Gail and I. Please do share your feedbacks, ask queries in our website projectfocalin.com. Link in the description.